This is Jeff Chrisman, and we're continuing the conversation today with Holly Jones, uh, who is a physical therapist uh, here in Edmond and also is a pianist and a composer as well. And just to give people a little bit of a background, uh, if I understand correctly, you have three albums that have been previously released, and also back in May you did a live performance of some of your uh, uh, some of your music at the UCO Jazz Lab here in Edmond. Yes, appreciate it. What Thank I thought you. we thought we might do is get an uh, kind of a sense or an idea of your process as far as when you compose music, kind of understanding a little more what happens at a deeper level with you. You know, that's that's a great question. I think. A lot of composers will say this, you know, the music is already there. It's kind of like a running tape in the background. And sometimes I've awakened to hearing music, like on my most recent album, Storyteller, the first track, um, Morning, I actually woke up hearing the chorus. It was a wonderful way to wake up. Oftentimes, though, I think really I'll be at the piano I'll doodle as I call it and I think it's a way to process life whatever's going on it's what helps me it's like others journal others do other things they run I doodle to process you know and um, it's interesting how this all began because I started violin when I was three, okay? Mm. And I played for ten years. I really did not like the violin. It was very frustrating for me. I knew that pretty early on. You're only cute for so long. <laughs> when you're no longer cute, then you have to give the goods, and I didn't have it. And so I asked my mother at the time, about when I was maybe six, I think, I said, you know, I really want to play the piano. And she said, like, understandably, uh, she she kind of tried to push me toward back to the violin because we had a lot invested in that, right? Hmm. You know, and I said, no, I really want to play piano. So took me to my first piano lesson, and it was a wonderful experience. And um, really, piano was a relief to me because violin was so difficult. And it's so nice to be able to play a fat chord with all your ten fingers as opposed to one note that could be squawky on a violin so there's just a lot there's a lot of bigger sound that you can get you know and uh, it occurred to me early on that if the piano is out of tune it's not my fault you know (laughs) that's always a big thing when you're playing a string instrument anyway and so I didn't always have an ear you know I learned composition I learned to read music I played I had classical lessons uh, weekly for about 10 years from 8 till 18 and I actually was going to major in music but decided that that was not for me when I went to Indiana University but um, that's another story but early on my teacher who was very strict he was from Armenia and a fabulous teacher Leon Gregorian who later went to Michigan State and was their conductor there and he he is He's very well respected, um, incredible man. Anyway, he said, I want you to start composing. I mean, this was pretty like a, about a year into me taking lessons. And I said, composing, what do you mean? And he goes, I just want you to start, you know. And so what he meant was you pluck it out on the piano, you write it on the staff paper, and you compose. You, you 
create a piece. Hmm. And that was very difficult. It, what I realized, even at the time, it caused me to use different circuitry in my brain than I'd been using, because I was chained to the music before. Hmm. And sight reading is another skill, you know. But what clicked for me was when I was listening to tunes on the radio, pop tunes, rock tunes that moved me. And uh, I can't even remember the one that I plucked out over and over, and I finally got it. And the cool thing, and I still experience this, is the endorphins that you get because you know how you've ever had the experience where you just want to play a song over and over and over again? Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And so when you get to play it and do the... play it with the same intonation, the same uh, feeling that you're hearing, when you experience that, that is to another level. There's, There's just no better experience. Than, than feeling that. So then from there, I started composing my own music. It kind of went into that. And anymore now, what I do, I'm fast-forwarding quite a bit, but, oh, I used to play in restaurants. I had, I developed quite an ear. Hmm. I could, I could, someone could sing something, I could play it, they'd think I'd know it, and really, a lot of pieces, a lot of songs out there are basic chords that are just switched around, you know. Hmm. Um, but anyway, um, any more what I do now, I don't read music. I can. I just don't. It's just not as free, you know. But I've, uh, there's been times when I've pulled out my Bach inventions and relearned them. And But um, I really enjoy sitting down and doodling, as I call it, and then recording from my iPhone and creating something, you know. And I was curious, you know, kind of looking at the big picture, how your how you would say that your life, over, you know, overall affects your music, and then maybe if we could hear also how your music affects your life, kind of understanding the interrelationship between those things. You know, it's very... I'm a very concrete, black-and-white person to the point of discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> Type A... What music does for me is allow me to breathe in my soul, to be able to process things, to feel the peace. It is quite a gift that I get to experience to play my music. What comes out is not something that I thought up in my head, although there is some thinking involved, but really I think the best music and we're listening to my orchestrated album right now in the background (laughs) Storyteller and just a little plug hollyjonespiano.com there are links to iTunes you can buy the CDs it's all right there Um, so digital or CD if you want anyway um, you know life is, is not linear and we don't learn. We learn things in school sequentially, but life appears to be non-sequential. But it actually, our experiences, I think, are sequential and are perfect, mapped-out learning. And so, what happens is, when I learn things from PT courses about, and I've, I've spoken about this in another podcast about being grounded. 
and then I ground myself with my music. There's a lily pad there, and um, there's a there's a carryover that's wonderful. Learning how to be grounded um, in your physicality, feeling grounded in your gut, checking in. Are you reaching out too much? Are you over-efforting? How's your voice? Is your voice settled in? Or is it squeaky because you're trying too hard? (laughs) All those things come... We need to be centered in our entire life. So when I play, a lot of things that I play are very, very soft. And I think that's important to be able to express what you're trying to say. Music... When you're, when you're, you know, not just playing chords and looking at the music and being in your head, it's actually being the music, you know. And so um, you can carry that over into your everyday life of really striving to be at peace all the time. That's our job, is to be at peace and grounded. So thinking, so when I'm on my piano, am I centered on my bench? I mean, there's a certain, doesn't, am I centered in myself on my bench? Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Are my hands stiff? Are they reaching out too far? Am I trying too hard? Or am I grounded in myself and letting the music come to me? That's the way I want to play. And that produces a much better sound. It produces a sound that I might not be able to get any other way. And the same thing occurs when I blend with patience. I need to be back on my heels and, and my when my center of gravity is centered in me, not reaching out on my tips of my toes. <laughs> you know, this it's uh, so there's there's a real carryover. You know, and something interesting that kind of goes along with this, people ask me, so how do you finish a piece? How do you create a piece? I've got a great answer. I know when it's right. Unlike other things in life where you might not be satisfied. I am satisfied. I know when it's done. And it's basically paring out, getting rid of all the fluff, all the extraneous. Sometimes there might be too many notes, too many... It's just, you just let it come to you. You work through it. You might get a bridge that comes in that you know you're supposed to add in. But you don't over-effort to make it work. It... I oftentimes I have to put a piece aside and come back to it and it's more of the the feeling that I'm trying to portray or that that I get or a conversation that I have between two hands um, when I you just know when it's done mm. and I get that you know and after hearing you know and, and, and visiting with you about your how you work with patients it seems like there are so many similarities, I, and I almost feel like, and I apologize, it's maybe something that, that, that I brought up before that we've talked about, but it's, I really do get that sense when I hear you talk about this, you know, in terms of your music, right? and also when I hear you talk about how you work with patients, it's just, it's, it's amazing to me, the similarities, you know, the, there, the way that you approach that. That's, that's the wonderful classroom that I get to live in, you know, it, they really blend together, <laughs> That's kind of funny, but they do. They, they, they lily pad and overlap. Um, you know, one thing, I'm going to leave my own interview here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. See? 
<laughs> just letting it happen. It just yeah. occurred to me. This is this is a good segue. Um, talking about Prague, going to Prague, that became an opportunity. You know, I've always wanted my stuff orchestrated, hmm. and this opportunity presented itself. And so I went to Prague in April and May of this past year, and uh, got to be there while the orchestra recorded. The orchestration that was orchestrated by Ludek Drizhal. He's in LA. Hmm. He did a phenomenal. It was so incredible, the way that he got my music. As you can tell when you hear the orchestration. And anyway, um, that was an incredible process. We we mixed in a studio that David Bowie had mixed in. Julian Lennon. Uh, Chris Christopherson. I mean, you could feel the vibes in wow. there. This was outside of Prague. Wow! It was really one cool experience. So I'm very blessed. Absolutely. That's and that kind of leads me to kind of looking at you know the present moment in terms of maybe understanding you know what you're currently you know possibly working on today and and as well as maybe what your you know your vision is or what you're looking to for the future. Well, is my there... my goal, my 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 real singular goal is to get my music in film. I feel like it is great theme music. It's the stuff that you hear in the background. Yeah. You know, but yet I hear from people that buy my music and love it that it centers them, it helps them work better. Some say that it puts them to sleep, which I find funny, but I get it. <laughs> I really get it because it relaxes them, makes them feel peaceful, you know. Um, not bored. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, what, so, so that's my goal. And what I'm doing right now, my new album, uh, I don't know when it will come out, but I'm working on uh, Sacred Places. Oh, wow. That will be the title of it. Yeah. And I'm very excited about it. So, um, and I plan to go to Prague and record that um, because... It's, as I learned when I went there, you know, Vienna, it's all right there. It's the cultural capital of the world. They have classical concerts every night of the week that are sold out hmm. in those cities. It is commonplace, these uh, classical events. I mean, it's just, that's just where the, so what you then have is you have Steinways that are all concert ready. Oh, and you okay. have Steinway technicians just everywhere and they're used to recording that type of music here in the states you know classical music is part of our experience but we're very you know rock and all yeah. kinds of genres right. so so it's nice to go where that's really and, and they do other things there too i mean obviously julian lennon you know is not classical but they're used to doing that more there than here. So mm. I will go there and record there, and then we'll do an orchestration as well. I'll get Ludic to help me with that when oh, that very time good. comes. So that's my plan. Very good. I uh, it's it, it it really is the the more that I hear from you about this is that it really this is this is really I guess it and maybe it sounds overly simplistic. This is really who you are. I mean, in other words, it really who is. you are creatively and, and and God has opened up doors doorways this past year. It's been a fast forwarding year uh, for me to meet specific people I didn't have to work at it I had to do a lot of work but mm. I, doors were open for me to meet these people and so now 
we are poised to present my music to people in the film industry pitching um, you know that's that's what you do and so that's where we are now um, but meanwhile I always feel like I'm supposed to continue creating and doing the next step you know and um, you know it's it's really cute I have so many different patients that say well are you gonna you're gonna continue to do physical therapy, you know? <laughs> and and yeah, of course, in that I love right now where I am right now. Yes, yeah. I love coming to work. I love going home and practicing. I love both worlds. It, they they as we talked earlier, they both blend into each other. So I, what I practice in here, I practice at home, and and yeah. I get I get. I get better at both. I don't work my entire life. I have fun too, but those yeah. are my areas that I'm working on. So, and that is, I love what you're talking about in terms of you know, like when you were speaking about over efforting before about how there can be. I think sometimes people have an idea of what they want to do and they have a vision and a goal, but then there's just you know there sometimes can be over efforting or it's it's almost as in some ways that that's you know. Whereas what I'm hearing from you is is that you have you have been open to. You know, door. You know, in other words, having doors open and having having things. You know, go, you know, go a certain way, and that process unfolding. I don't know if that's. I think know. it's being. It's so funny. I'm, I'm not a twenty year old person. I'm so excited right now with these opportunities. So many people have things happen. This is the right time for me. I have developed in so many different ways with my experience I had to have those experiences to ready myself for this experience oftentimes I thought oh I should have been a full time musician I should have devoted mm. my entire life you know I don't think so mm. I really think God had a plan for me when he many miracles had to happen for me to be a physical therapist um, it was definitely meant to be, and I love, I, I love what I do, I, I love it. Um, so, anyway, um, I just think that the timing is perfect right now, so I've been very blessed to have these experiences to ready me for this. It is a very, very inspiring story. I'm, I'm really glad that you took the time today, and it just, it really is, is it's been incredibly uplifting to hear, to hear this story today. Well, thank you very much. It's I appreciate been a pleasure. it. Pleasure. Thank you so much.